Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. They do that thing now, don't they? Where you can like go in a go in a big room full of random shit and like fucking let go. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about that. I liked the idea of it. I liked the concept of it. And then I saw I can't remember what show it was on. I saw somebody doing it. And I was like, but it's just like computers from the eighties. So it didn't feel. It was like <laughs> what you say. You're like, I only want like, to do this if it's like a real brand stuff. new iMac. Yeah. Because it was like, it was just like bash, bashing a lot of nostalgia. And that made me feel a bit weepy inside. I don't want to bash the 80s. I quite like the 80s. Hey, lovely people. Happy Podcast Tuesday. Now, you may notice my slightly croaky voice. I am still recovering from being under the weather, but that makes me no less excited about Podcast Tuesday. And I've got a really, really special announcement that's going to come up at the for the second half of this intro. So I'll quickly tell you what me and Ellie are riffing about today, and then I'll, I'll dive into that. So we're going to talk about anger today. You know those days where you walk around, you're just pissed off, and uh, everyone's talking nonsense, all the people at the party are an idiot, and everyone's just winding you up? I think we've all had those days, haven't we? Well... We had a really funny and open and honest post put in the Facebook group the other week where someone had basically said, look, guys, I used to be so zen. Things didn't bother me. I've taken alcohol out of the picture and now everybody is just pissing me off. <laughs> like, well, What's going on? I don't know. Uh, I don't get it. And we thought it was, it was such a lovely comment and uh, we just wanted to record a, a podcast episode on it. And that's one great thing about being in the group is that you get to join in discussion and talk about things. And we're going to see things every now and again. And you never know. Maybe it'll be become a great topic for a podcast like it has today. So here we go for the special announcement. We're going to launch a Patreon. We're going to have a way of you guys getting extra bonus content um, for a small donation each month, like for the cost of a, of a beverage, effectively a hot drink. You're going to get access to all sorts of cool stuff. So there's going to be a tier that starts with bonus episodes and an ability to kind of vote on episodes so that you have more control about what you'd like to have happen in the future. There's going to be opportunities for guided meditations, live Q&As. There may Maybe not at launch, but there may even be opportunities for merch. Imagine that. You could have that Slippery Fish t-shirt on your body one day. That could actually happen. No, really. And um, it's just so heartwarming for us to see that people would love to see us grow and support us. And, and of course, we will use those donations to reinvest into the podcast for tech, for you know equipment, for all the different things that we're going to need as we try and reach more people and just try and impact people so if that's uh, something that gets you excited it's definitely something that's getting us excited and uh, we'll keep you posted on that but uh yeah loads of cool bonus stuff to come okay awesome the best place to find out about that stuff is it gets launched we always talk about it in the facebook group first um so we'll see you there all right team without further ado i'm gonna hand you over to me and ellie right lovely people here we are greetings Greetings. Sam's finished faffing about. I've been waiting for him for the past 10 minutes. It's usually my computer we're waiting for. And today it was Mr. Sam. Oh, faffing. I love a faff. I love a faff. It's podcast day. So it's a busy day. And uh, yeah. Anyhow, back by t- popular demand, me and Ellie, because we've had a few people say, oh, we, we, uh, we like it when you're just being silly and talking, you know, Hopefully useful nonsense. Is that a thing? I guess it's useful nonsense. It started already. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> back in the land of useful oh, nonsense. It's, it's good. It's good to be back. Yes, we've had a lot of guests and it's been wonderful to chat to other people. And we're going to keep doing that. But we didn't want to lose the the origins of where, origins. where we started. The waffle shop. I mean, this was basically <laughs> going to be a, a waffle shop when it of uh a combination of useful waffle, I think soggy waffles. I think we've spoken about them previously, mm. haven't we, a few weeks ago? Soggy waffles, um, slippery fish. Yeah. And um, pampas grass. Mm. Yeah. So, so we've got well, one of those for you today. One of those. One and of those we- where we don't even know what one of those is, but we're gonna we're gonna mm. make it up. Sorry, mm. mate. We're gonna we're gonna get angry. Oh, yeah, really, really freaking angry. So this is a really great episode. If you want to like, if you want to let let out some 
tension, this is the episode. Yeah, and you don't want to like, yeah, and you like, you know, not breaking things. They do that thing now, don't they, where you can like go in a, go in a big room full of random shit and like fucking let go. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about that. I liked the idea of it. I liked the concept of it. And then I saw, I can't remember what show it was on. I saw somebody doing it. I was like, but it's just like computers from the 80s. So it didn't feel, it was like. <laughs> what you say, you're like, I only want like, to do this if it's like a real brand stuff. new iMac. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like, it was just like bash, bashing a lot of nostalgia. And that made me feel a bit weepy inside. I don't want to bash the 80s. I quite like the 80s. I kind of hear you. I mean, if someone was like, destroy that PlayStation. And I was like, Crash Bandicoot, all those memories. You know, that would be, maybe it would make it worse. Yeah. Well, maybe some people want that though. So maybe some people want to destroy the 80s and other people they're like, nah. Well, that's that's not allowed. The thing that I think would be awesome, and perhaps we could do, when we do our retreat, we could do this. You know how uh, our Greek friends like to smash plates? They do. At celebrations, yeah. right? We could do that. And then we could fix them together with gold glue, like oh, the Japanese. Yeah. That's got a special name. My really yeah. good mate, Tony. Shout out to Tony if he's listening. We were chatting about that. And uh, I can't look at my phone because it's currently recording my face. Um, <laughs> somewhere on there, there is that word. Uh, yeah, like the magic of like things coming back together and uh, being kind of like more, what's the word? Not more valuable, but just like coming back to a... Uh, yeah, the fact that they're broken is part of the beauty and they were never broken. Yeah. They're just, they're just, they've found a new... Um, yeah, so be amazing parallels for for the journey that we, you know, help people go on, hey, Ellie, and uh, mm. that we've been on. Mm. Right, hang on a minute. Let me find this comment. So this was um, from somebody in our wonderful, friendly Facebook group. And, um, yeah, we thought rather than write a long, 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 long comment, we would come on here and put together a podcast because it's a good one. So, Ellie, shall I just read it out basically word for word? I think it'd be good to read it out to give the full context of it. And just to say, like, this this is the beauty of being in the group, right? Because your comment might just catch our eye, like this one did for me. And then it's a great opportunity to have uh, a, a much wider discussion about it because it's it's great that we can be in there in the comments, but there's nothing like having a, yeah. a bloody good conversation about something. And, of course, we do our lives and bits and pieces but here we have a whole podcast episode um uh what's the word attributed to born out of dedicated i'm I'm off yeah dedicated (laughs) there you go to attributed to this this post this wonderful post because it just to me it was just like magic it's like ah, I, i think i did an actual sigh of relief when i read this comment yeah so here we go. Take we it go. away, Mr. Sam. Okay, right. It's been four months. Why am I still so irritable slash angry? Yes, <laughs> that, that is, it was in caps. So I've done it with some drama. Yes, I'm shouting to prove my point. I've come to believe that the reason I drank was solely to tolerate stupidity slash people. I thought this would pass, but it gets worse every day. I never used to lose my temper, ever, dot, 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 dot was always in a good mood, always very tolerant of others. <laughs> now, every dumbass interaction makes me want to punch somebody in the face. <laughs> if this keeps up, I'll be alcohol-free and isolated because I can't stand being around anyone. So we laugh and we jest, but there's a very serious like message behind this. But you know us, like we're not, not going to bring some humour in because I have a funny feeling that the wonderful person who wrote this comment knew that they might be inspiring some laughter as well as uh, oh, yes. getting across the important message. Yes. Yeah, so thanks I, for sharing yeah. that. This is, a, this is absolutely not a laughing at you. This is a laughing with, with you. you. Yeah. With you, for sure. And, right. and do you know what? The first thing that I want to say about this is, and I think it's why it caught my eye, I love the expression. I love the full expression of it. I love the unfiltered expression of it. I love the fact that it was in fucking caps, that it was shouty, yeah. that uh, it, it was exactly as it needed <clears throat> to be. And I love also that we have a space where people feel 
entirely comfortable and held to be able to express themselves in whichever way it comes because so much happens within that expression it's very very different if we try to manipulate sanitize um, change like it feels a certain way inside and then we have layer of story and belief around oh yeah but, but I can't be shouty and I can't write in all caps I can't swear and you know angry is not becoming so I'm gonna have to tone it down a bit and when we do that it's it's a form of restriction and that form of restriction keeps tension held and it can't develop it can't move on through it can't become the next thing as opposed to when we allow it in all of its glory there's it's very freeing and I'm not saying that it's okay to just go around shouting at everybody and uh you know that the, <laughs> I think there's a there is a need to be um uh what's the word I'm looking for um like cognizant of of others and how we may um how we may influence and impact others like I, I don't want to go like shouting in my kids first about how angry I am but 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 equally I do want them to see that I get angry and that it's safe to get angry and to feel anger and to process it as a human being so there, there is a, a little bit of a dance of not just being so entirely wrapped up in our own stuff and as ourselves that we miss out on the element of connection with others but then equally not crossing the line that we go so far we're so concerned about our connection with others that we then lose the opportunity to express ourselves in the way that we need to yeah it takes i think um when something's there we sh you know honoring it is always a really powerful thing to do so over time on this journey in my experience it's it's funny it's funny that, that that this is the experience that that this um person is having that it's shifted from you know i never used to feel angry and now i feel angry all the time it's like okay so it's here for whatever reason let it flow and at some point things will balance out again most likely but it's we all have a lot of kind of like um on many of us i've noticed are running subconscious judgment patterns around certain emotions so it's like oh it's okay to feel insert this one but it's not okay to feel mm. anger or it's okay to feel this but it's not okay to feel jealousy and it seems to me that you know we're a very intelligent um animal um and in terms of like our senses and our feelings like it would seem it doesn't when i look out in nature it doesn't seem that there are like things that are like just not okay it all sort of like is woven into this wonderful tapestry of like wisdom. And if we're feeling intelligence, okay. So um, if we're feeling intelligent, hopefully sometimes if we're feeling anger or something like it's there, like it wants to be felt. So letting it find its flow is the way that we can let it come through us. And it tends to move through us and it may teach us something or show us something, you know, Carolina was on our podcast the other week talking about how jealousy can be a wonderful way of being able to look around you and be like, oh, well, that's where I'd like to be. I'd love to have that in my life, which is then a really powerful thing pulling us forwards. So, mm. you know, there's, there's a valid, there's a situation every, somewhere where every um, response, response or emotion is valid. Um, so that's the first thing. It's a really, I hadn't thought about that, Eddie, but it's a really good point to make first is that if this is your experience right now, wherever we are, whatever's going on, it's okay. Um, and it's often pulling it down, deciding it's not okay. That's when we burst. That's when we like have that massive reaction that we didn't want to have because we haven't been honoring these feelings. We've been tucking them under the carpet, sweeping them under the carpet for like, you know, a few months and then bang, we like just explode on that one Tuesday morning at work when your boss does something and then <laughs> whatever it is, you just like shatter. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a really good point to, to raise here is that um, it's not that there's anything wrong with what's going on 
Yeah. It's just 100%. what's going on right now. Exactly. And there, there was mention of being more tolerant previously and I'm making some element of assumption here, but we, we can tolerate, th- like when we're drinking, we can seemingly tolerate uh, things that we can't usually because of the wonderful numbing effects of alcohol. I mean, bloody hell, what a good anesthetic that is. <laughs> it's very temporarily. So certainly I remember there being a lot of things that were not tolerable for me, but in the absence of having any other way of managing those things or attending to those things or considering those things, contemplating those things, alcohol was a really easy option because I don't like this, don't want to have to address this, don't want to feel this. I can teleport myself out of there with this really great numbing agent. And and it does, it it works. Like I'm I'm never going to say to somebody it's not a good numbing agent because it is. Uh, that's why it used to be used for anaesthetic and, until they discovered it was too dangerous. Or every cowboy film. Too dangerous. Um, yeah, every cowboy film. Uh, but it, it, it only ever works temporarily. And there are so many downsides to it. Uh, it's, it's ultimately, I was talking to somebody recently about this, and what it comes down to is there being a trade-off. So if you really like having that opportunity to parachute yourself out somewhere, then, then have that. But you can't have it without all of the other stuff. So we need to be cognizant of what the other stuff is to be able to make an informed choice. It depends also what your, what your definition of work is, like it works, because yes it works to kind of like numb us to a feeling it's a bit like if i had a if i had a massive open wound on my arm and i was taking walking around with this thing and it was getting worse and worse and getting infected and bleeding on everybody sorry not a very nice image but and then i'm taking like painkillers and i'm like oh this is working like mm-hmm. if i just don't look at my arm if i put my arm behind my back and if i take these painkillers and walk around everything's fine everything's fine meanwhile your arm's about to fall off and um you know it's impact so where is it working like there's layers to working um so like i hear you like we're, we're never gonna it's that thing of like when when someone sits there and they're like yeah but i do get my 20 minutes or my however long it feels ver- of, of relief it's like i'm not, we're not going to argue with that you know being able to tolerate something for that amount of time but it's still there you know and then and you're you're suffering more for that because you know, your body, your central nervous system is still feeling it. You just don't notice it. You mm. just don't notice it. I think Alan Carr used to talk about this in his books. He's like, you know, you've got your sore throat. Uh, so you just dose yourself up on painkillers. You keep going out there when you keep talking and your throat's getting worse. You just keep taking more painkillers and all the time, you know, you're, and not only that, you're also taking off the check engine lights. You're turning off the kind of like warning lights that yeah. and then your body's not, you're not kind of like kicking in with your immune system but as much because it's not getting the signals that it knows it should be getting so like we have to be as you say mate cognizant of that um so yeah i love that i think i think that's a really powerful thing to remember is that you know the tolerance thing and the what we're feeling and it's about allowing here and just allowing the flow of it and Mm. um well there's another point you just reminded me there's another point alongside this with tolerance so as we build tolerance to uh, the drug, alcohol, we build tolerance to things that are unpalatable in our lives. And so, as you were just saying, we kind of, we're not dealing with the stuff. It's still there. We diminish our capacity to be able to deal with it. And you could argue that it gets worse because it's not being addressed. And then the other thing that we build tolerance to is fun and pleasure and uh, pleasure with ordinary things in the meantime. And so where we can end up is this really, uh, I don't want to use the word sad, but that's kind of how I feel. Like it's, it's a sad existence. If I look back to 
the last months of my drinking career, that's that's exactly what it was. Like I'd, I had very little to be happy about in my life because I, I, just, I just felt like crap all the time. I felt entirely crap. I still managed to go to my yoga classes and that was about the only pleasure that I got out of anything. But I just, I couldn't understand what, what's happened here. I used to love loads of things. I used to love life. Like what's happened? It can't be this, like this can't be it. Um, and so that that point about tolerance, it, it covers a number of different aspects. Yeah. So that said, I think there is, okay, I think it's worth saying here going to put like a, a, a friendly comedy trigger warning in the podcast because what we're just about to start talking about is uh well I mean it might annoy some of us <laughs> or make us angry and want to shout at people because you know we're going to start talking about um radical responsibility and how how the mechanisms work of like what, it, what it's like to walk around in the world and feel like those people around us or those things around us are causing us to to feel a certain way and bringing up this this kind of like feeling of anger um and we'll be talking actually it's interesting in in the current stay stop solution early we're running with like this has been a portion of this is something we've been talking about this week because it's uh it's a big thing and we have to be brave because it's uncomfortable to accept well we may be playing a part in this as well because the moment we just start shifting everything out of us and onto all the people around us so it's interesting that in the group, um, you know, we, people have been talking about, you know, I'm, I'm happy when I'm alone and meditating, working, relaxing. But when I go out there into the world of people, then everything changes and everything shifts for me. Um, and. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of the best way to start with this, pal. Um, here's what makes sense to me is that it's not working the way that we think it is you know we walk into a room and there's a bunch of people there and you know I walk into that room and everybody in there annoys the hell out of me <laughs> and I'm like oh god what's he on about don't want to be here da, 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 da. and I'm living through you know my filter for whatever reason you know this person's an absolute wind-up merchant that person I just you know all I can see is how I'm different to them and then for someone else they walk into that room and they have a completely different blissful experience you know they walk in and they're just not bothered by that they can laugh at, at someone's kind of like craziness and uh or whatever it however they perceive it and they can like they can see it as like a way of like warming to them you know they're like oh, i can't believe like we're so different like how interesting kind of thing um and so it, i think it's important to remind ourselves that so much of what it feels like is coming from others it's coming from us. It's coming from inside of us and our perception of what's going on and what people are saying. And um, that's not to say that there aren't people out there saying things that are, <laughs> you know, might be annoying or that we, that we have to stay at a party that's full of people that are doing ridiculous things, you know, or we don't have to go to the stag do because we don't want to be tied to a lamppost naked or whatever it is. Right. Um, but in acknowledging that we have, uh, we can take responsibility for our internal world, then everything starts to change them because we stop being a victim of those circumstances and we start to, we start to have other options available to us. Loads to explore here, Ellie. But um, I just mm. thought I'd go straight in there and throw it out. Why not? Straight in. And, and managed to get some nakedness in as well. <laughs> Always. All about the nakedness. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do love living naked, oh, don't we? We do. Uh, we do. Do you get, get it? I got it. I got it. Um, Not everybody yes. else will, though. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. That's fine. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Along with the slippery fish of the world. Yes. So the the thing that I think is fabulous here is in the the murks of uh, the depths of annoying people, people that piss you right off, people that do the most bloody irritating horrible vicious things the great news is the great 
this is that whilst there's a place for your feelings and your emotions, and they're not a bit like this isn't about invalidating your experience at all, but that opening for new possibility, that opening for getting to choose the way that you want to feel about a certain situation and towards a certain individual or individuals. It doesn't mean that you have to put on this forced, uh, you know, um, not an acceptance, but like a, it's not like a forced positivity. We're talking about toxic positivity in one of the groups this last week. It's not about that. It's not about like some forced like, like you don't have to like anybody, but you can make space for full acceptance of how other people are within your own perception. And as Sam said, take responsibility for what's, what's yours. And within that, to no longer accept being a victim of other people's experience like it it, it's a really wonderful thing because even in the hardest of times with the most awful things going on you have way more power than you've ever realized and that instead of it being a combat, combative, restrictive energy. It opens up into expansive, expansiveness and possibility. And as you were uh, edging towards, it's like it, 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 you may you may decide that there's a boundary to be drawn. You may decide to take some form of action. But the first, the first thing to do is to allow it to be exactly as it is. And then, and then see what's possible. Yeah. And then this, you can respond rather than react. You know, it is how it is at the end of the day. Like someone has, someone in, out there in the world, right, has said something. And a series of words have come at you. And uh, that data stream has been absorbed by your like auditory system. It's come inside of you and like in a flash, like you've processed it. And, you know, we're always interpreting or misinterpreting or correctly interpreting or, you know, trying to make sense or meaning of what's going on in the world. And very often we can you know, this is one of the things about like text messages, you know, like when you get and, and like you convince that someone's annoyed at you or pissed off at you. Um, it's why one of the reasons I don't, because I think there's so much of the kind of like tone and pitch is lost across when you're kind of like messaging. Um, and so you like, I don't know why Ellie's laughing so much. You, it brings up this. Uh, we're always like calculating what's going on out there and just knowing that, just knowing that what you're experiencing is not reality. It's your version of it then suddenly you can be like, okay, so what do I want to do with this? I'm going to take ownership of it. I'm going to respond instead of react. That person might have said something hurtful or it felt hurtful to me. You know, what's my choice here? Rather than just like actually punching them in the face, <laughs> you yeah. can choose to, I'm interested to know why you were, why you the, were giggling. The reason I giggled was because I, as you were talking and you mentioned text messaging, it just reminded me of when my dear mum discovered emojis. Yeah. <laughs> So I was having a back and forth with my mum about something that like I, I was taking this far too seriously was the, but at the time it didn't feel that way. And uh, <laughs> my mum wrote back to me and she inserted a couple of emojis in, the, in her response. And because I was in a place where I was taking something already far too seriously, it was really easy then to be even more cross because of the interpretation of the emoji situation. <laughs> uh, 
And it's funny just to cast my mind back to it because I'm sure my mum at the time, the intention was not to um, make me feel any kind of a way at all. She was just responding to me or the something. But it's it's just interesting how, like you said, that there's so much stimulus, there's so much that we take in from our surroundings, both external and the things that are going on internally. And then it, it just blows me away that we have so much room to determine how it is. And it can really feel like it's real. Like th this is exactly what's going on. Almost like I am entirely right and just in my take on the situation. But it's all made up. The whole thing is made up. And when we can see that, like at the time, that I probably took it, it, it would have taken me a long time to get over the emoji incident. Whereas now, like I'm looking back on it and it's like, wow, that's, that was actually really funny. And like, I, I love the fact that my mum was using her emojis. Um, but, you know, like no, nothing's changed about what, what actually happened. It's just the interpretation of it. It's just what I'm bringing to it now versus then. Yeah. And that's it. You know, if you're listening to this and you're, and then you've got a feeling of like, no, like this, these people are annoying. Like this isn't me. It's, you know, ask me and Ellie how we know how we're talking about this. This is like a lived experience thing. And we get caught up in this all the time. You know, um, the more we put ourselves out there, the more people like to tell us what we're about. So we'll get messages from people, you know, 90, like almost all of the messages we get are love. And it's so amazing and it's wonderful. And then every now and again, someone will be, in pain and they'll want to you know try and give us that gift as they're seeing it like oh well, well I want you to share in this and so they'll tell us how they feel about us or how they feel about me and God, I remember the first time I had a message where somebody basically told me what they thought of me uh, in, in explicit detail you know and I had well, this well thought out <laughs> yeah and it was pretty uh pretty you know, pretty heavy. And I can remember reading it and everything it brought up in me. And now when it happens, I, I see it as an opportunity because I see, I get compassion in those moments. It's like, I feel, you know, I feel that I'm like, ha, huh, whoa, like, look at what's happened, what this has brought up in me. Um, is there something I need to look at here? No, the only person I need to check in with is myself, like, and my internal mm. wisdom. And every, every meeting is a sacred meeting. Like there's, it's we think back on like these times that are difficult where the world seems to be against us or we're going through a challenging time and um when we have a shift once we start to see things differently we realize how much we grew during that time and how much we realized we were being taught either mm -hmm. consciously or not consciously and so yeah anyone who's listening like this is a you know, this is a universal, this is a human thing. It's a human thing. And um, I love, I think Ellie, I said this yesterday in, in one of the groups, but I love, um, I can't, I think it's Sadhguru, his, his take on this, where he says, you know, the moment that we react to anything going on out there, we become a slave to it. You know, so mm -hmm. if someone flicks us the bird in the car as they're driving around us. I saw someone this morning, actually, this, this lady was just turning around in the road. This guy turned up in a black van and he literally he hadn't even waited. He's just shaking his hands, honking his horn. Yeah. And this lady, I mean, I don't know what was going on in her internal world, but, you know, had she stopped the car, got out of the car, had the argument, she, she kind of un unknowingly became like a, like a slave to what was going on. But she chose, you know, I don't know, maybe, I don't know what was going on for her, but having the choice to be like, that guy's clearly in pain, like mm. that's displaying as being a knobhead but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna drive away. Like I'm not gonna give my power over yeah. to that person. Funnily enough, happened to be on the school run this morning. There you go. So maybe um, that was you. I didn't see you, did I? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> I, I was being an enlightened being driving my kids to school. 
Oh, no, I didn't mean you in the black van. I meant you turning around. All right. <laughs> Sorry, accus- accusing me of being a black <laughs> black van driver. I, I was driving my um, my two to school and uh, pulled out of a junction. But, you know, there's like pl- plenty, plenty of time to pull out and all of that business. But this road that I'm on, it's a... It's notorious. It's like a 30 mile an hour road, but it's notorious for people speeding the ass, the ass down of it or whatever. (laughs) I think that might need to be isolated and clipped and repeated. Speeding the ass out of it. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I was trying to say. Speeding the ass out. Anyway. And so as I as I pull out, and I'm just minding my own business, looking at the nice trees and things and chatting to the kids, like this. This car came like I mean, flying down. Like, I thought, God, if I like a, a second earlier, and they'd have like they'd hit, and it was clear that they weren't there a minute ago, so they were like clearly accelerating down there as fast as they possibly could, like trying to get really, I don't know, angry with things that were in their way. And I just thought, wow, like they're either in like a massive hurry for something really important. Or they're just very cross and like, what a way to start your morning. And then and then I go off. But the interesting thing for me in that moment was like in, in, in my past life, I would have hung on to that for a long time. I'd have been like, that's not right. You could have nearly killed my children in the car. That whole streak of justice in me. But the only person that would have been suffering. The other person's probably still suffering unless they really were get, get, trying to get something that's important. But it would be, like you say, me being a slave to it, me carrying it around for the rest of the day. And what good does that do me? Yeah. Hey, I think the way to wrap, to kind of like pull this all together is, is to say that no matter what situation you're in, so whether you're standing in front of that person who's saying something that you're like, what are they on about? how do they see the world like this? They're obviously bonkers, right? Or whether you're in the car and someone's, you know, done, done what happened with Ellie this morning, that we were there speeding the ass off a bit. Speeding down the, the, down ass. the road. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is that they might be doing. The mechanics of this are exactly the same. No matter how justified you are in your feelings or no matter how justified you believe or no matter how much of an arsehole your boss is or no matter how much of a bunch of morons the people in the party are or whatever it is, right? The mechanics is the same. (laughs) Ellie's gone again. (laughs) The mechanics are the same. So basically, you know, all that data is coming in. (laughs) You And then you, you can then, when you're aware, when you see it, you have choices, you know, and when we don't, we react <laughs> and we end up in, um, and we can end up doing things that we don't want to do. Like, like I can remember every time I, you know, reacting around family members and then like five minutes later being like, why did I do that? Or whatever it might be. <laughs> Are you back in the room again? No. <laughs> uh, one of these days we'll get through a podcast without having a without having a remarkably unprofessional breakdown no it's good um yeah so like just know that know that know that no matter what scenario you're in you can always take ownership of your internal world and that mm. doesn't condone what's happening it doesn't make it right that someone might be treating you a certain way or people you love a certain way but you, you still get to decide what to do with it. You still get to decide, are you going to set a boundary? Are you going to tell that person it's not okay? Are you going to give a high quality no? Are you going to send that person love and compassion because you realize in that moment, holy shit, they must be hurting? You know, are you going to, are you going to let it go and not carry it around for the rest of the day? Are you, et cetera, et cetera. Like you, 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 you get the choice then. You get the power to choose. So, um, yeah, I think there's there's so many things we could talk about, and I think this this could also be an opportunity for a for a definite mention that if anyone's going through journeys like this, you know, one of the reasons we're building the stay stop solution is to look exactly at things like this. We're mm. we're looking at the bigger picture. We're looking upstream of alcohol. 
and helping and, and looking at all of the reasons why drinking might make sense to us. Looking at all those things that might change when we stop drinking and why is it that suddenly this pattern's coming up? Why is it that I never felt these emotions before and now they're knocking at the door every five minutes? Well, that's most likely an amazing thing. Like it's an incredible shift when understood and, and when, when you have a container to move through it. So for anyone who's listening, who wants to explore these things, it's all connected. It's all connected. And these are, these are the amazing journeys we get to go on when we take alcohol out, because as Ali said earlier, suddenly things that we used to tolerate aren't tolerable anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And these yeah. days, I know what I like. I know this place. I'd like if someone invited me to a stag do, like a classic stag do, I don't, I'm not going to be going, you know, not out of, I'm just going to be saying like, look, I'm really sorry, dude. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not interested in shots and all that silly stuff. I, you know, I'll come and hang out with you in, in your own time and all the rest of it. But like, and that's, that's my decision based on what I want. And if I were to drop myself in that scenario, I probably would feel annoyed at people. And I probably would feel, and that's because I'd be putting myself in situations that I don't want to be in. Yeah. So there's, there's so many things you're going to start to realize about who you really are, what you really want, what's possible for you, what's available to you. And once you take radical responsibility for your internal world, however it's coming up for you, no matter what circumstance you're in, no matter how difficult things are, once you take responsibility for what's going on inside of you, the only thing you can ever really truly take responsibility for, the world will quite literally shift in front of your, well, it will just the reality will shift for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's where it then becomes compelling to continue down that path as opposed to the old path. That's not to say that we won't repeat an old pattern, <clears throat> but there's a big difference between how the pattern has played out before without conscious awareness and then with it. And that feeling tone that's attached to, like we know, we know when we're taking responsibility for what's ours. And even if the circumstances are challenging, it feels, it feels good because it's authentic. It's aligned with who we really are. And so when we then start to deviate from that because we're human and we perhaps repeat an old pattern, we can feel the difference and we can feel that contrast. And that's like the compass that then can guide us back to this, this deeper inner work that ultimately not only does it release a lot of the past and the stuff that's weighed us down for a long time, but it stops us taking on new tension in the present moment and carrying that into the future. Like we don't, we don't need to accumulate this stuff like with the driver this morning. So previously I'd have taken that on as in some way mine with, you know, some kind of self-righteous, like, oh, how dare you? <laughs> and I'd have suffered for it. And possibly not only I would have suffered for it, but my children would have suffered in some respect because I, I wouldn't have been fully present on the way to school to hold their hand and talk about their day and what they're going to be getting up to. And I'd have been, you know, full of, full of all of that, uh, all that energy. So it's like the, the transference from somebody else here, have this energy. No, thank you. So to not have that this morning, was a real gift because every time, if you think about how many of those interactions we've all had in our lifetimes, and if it's not fully expressed, if it's not, accepted if it's not acknowledged and honored and let go of then it doesn't go anywhere it stays stored in the body and that's tension so there's a real gift here in releasing tension from the past and then preventing ourselves from taking on what we don't need to take on moving forwards 
and that's it. It feels lighter. You feel lighter. You feel more at ease with yourself and in the world. You feel more peaceful, more connected. So this morning, my instant reaction wasn't, you arsehole, you've just nearly, you know, re-rendered my car. It was, God, they're in a fucking hurry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's going on for them? Compassionate, um, curiosity. Uh, sorry, was it, did you hear my stomach rumbling? There? <laughs> <laughs> really fucking hungry. Um, <laughs> really loud. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love what you've said. I love that. Like, and the thing that opens up for me more and more reliably is gratitude is that you go through an experience that might have led to something like you've described this morning and you're instantly left with, oh, well, we're all okay. You know, how, how, what a gift, how lovely. Um, it's just a different, and it, and it seems to me that like this, this isn't about, um, practicing being calm and it's not about like it's about looking in the direction of how it's working all the time how the like yes. we say like the mechanic and having insights around this space and then letting everything else take care of itself because if you walk around trying to practice not being angry then you can accidentally end up repressing and pushing things down but if you're mm -hmm. if you're curious if you're curious about your anger as it's coming up and you're compassionate and you go on the on the journey and and you know explore podcasts like this explore the episode that we recorded with scott pinyard a while back now um you know go into programs and stay curious you know and help and go and you know just just stay on the path and keep looking hmm. just keep looking then suddenly you you know when we're looking in six month leaps or 12 month leaps like oh we look back on our life and how it used to be and it's like huh like god i was angry for a while there what's going on there like likely it may be some big shift coming you know and um i've been doing so i've had a client recently who's really started to connect with their emotions so it's beautiful it's a lovely lovely thing to have that experience to suddenly realize that oh okay there's nothing wrong with feeling any of these and um Perhaps the way to leave it, Ellie, is like we we've been talking a lot about these words positive and negative and the connotations that they have of like, you know, they're they're used out there as terms to describe the way that I and I think we have both started looking more at this is how they feel in the body rather than a judgment about whether they're inherently bad or good. It's like mm. a well, this is how it feels in the body. I'm gonna honor it, I'm gonna feel it. Mm. You know, because they're all they're all teachers, they're all there for a reason. Um mm. yeah. Because that that when we talk about negative emotion, instantly it brings forth this natural aversion to want to feel it. Oh, it's negative. Don't. Want oh, how, to how do I, what do I do? How do I get rid of this? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> and the the thing to know about that is when we suppress it, depress it, push it away, resist it, it. It, it, it doesn't go anywhere and you you're, you're effectively effectively god i can't speak today you're effectively, effectively prolonging the discomfort as opposed to making space for allowing it and just just feeling it for what it is without yeah. a layer of judgment on top funnily enough the other day i had I don't know what this feeling was related to, but I had like a real, like a real painful feeling in the body. And, and it was interesting because I thought like my instant reaction was, this doesn't feel good. Like, how can I get rid of it? <laughs> so what, what do I need to take to get rid of this pain? And then I, I stopped and took a breath and then I just, I just sat with it and I got a little curious about it. Like, well, where, where is it really? Where am I really feeling it in the body? And what makes it feel the way that it does? And what happens? What happens if I allow it? There goes my tummy again. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I allow it? And so I took some deep breaths 
and I just paid attention to it. And you know what's really interesting? It fucking disappeared. Yeah. Well, like they, literally I mean, in less than a minute, it just fucking disappeared. Where's that gone then? What was that all about? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, um, it's really interesting that when we focus in on a feeling, very often we strip it of the story and of meaning and it just becomes a, just becomes a, fe- a felt feeling. And we realize mm-hmm. it can't harm me. It's safe to feel this. And it, and it very often kind of like finds its own way out in the time that it does. And it, we're not wishing it away. It's just yeah. we're being there with it. And um, the irony is that, you know, perhaps if we're someone that's been taught when we were younger that it's not okay to feel, that anger isn't okay, that good people, you know, don't get angry, for example, or whatever the emotion might be, and then we don't honor it because we're worried of like what might come or the repercussions of it. And then, as you say, pal, it, like it kind of hangs around and it comes out in different ways and it can lead to this build up of, um, of tension and, and somatic stress. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think on this note, again? I think we're going to have to go and send Ellie off for breakfast. <gasps> Fucking intermittent fasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a really nice, um, I think that's genuinely a nice point. And we've been somehow bloody nattering for nearly an hour again, mate. We were like, Oh, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just put a short podcast together. Here we are. <laughs> Who said that? I thought that. Well, perhaps I didn't say it out loud. Is that, is that what the voice my sounds like in your head? Said, I think it's time to edit the podcast. It's time for a sandwich. We've got to hang out, got to hang out with Ellie again. That's basically my life. It's basically I, my life. I like your internal voice. No, it's much more, it's much more sophisticated than that. <laughs> no, that's just me being mean now about your Invisalign. Being... <laughs> yeah okay okay i can't pronounce my s's properly i'm still getting used to this um right before this descends into <laughs> i think it already has mate, already has, mate. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. all right right team thanks for tuning in and hopefully somewhere amongst that there's been some uh there's been some helpful stuff stuff <laughs> and uh yeah have an amazing day wherever you are and um hey stay curious like you're feeling angry, like that's okay. Let it flow and uh, and see what opens up for you. <laughs> the, the husband's got the fucking lawnmower out now. In <laughs> liability. <laughs> now I'm gonna get angry. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> So there we have it. What a great chat. Me and Ellie really enjoyed that. And just the message here is just, you know, because human, like this is a universal thing. We we all go through experiences like this and um, taking radical responsibility for it can be tough, but it's, it's so empowering to do that. And, um, yeah, we just want to say thank you to the original poster. What a what a funny like the sense of humour behind it was brilliant. It was uh, it was open, it was honest, and and hopefully the sense of humour that we've thrown back at it um, will have been helpful in some way. So we've had a big announcement today. I don't think we've got room for another one. We can't possibly be doing that, but we do have some more big announcements coming up as we move closer and closer to our one year anniversary. Yep, you heard me. That's coming up soon. Don't really know how that happened. The world's gone mad but we've got some cool things, so stay tuned for those. See you in the group.